Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. and Caroline B. This is a midweek special. Hey, Caroline, how are you? I'm great. Ooh, my voice is a little, I got a little frog. <clears throat> I was going to say, <laughs> wow. I'm not even sick. Yeah. <laughs> Was that your grandpa Simpson no. um, impersonation? Don't know. <laughs> Hi, everybody. That was awesome. Here. I got a little rasp. Well, we've got, mm. uh, we're going to have a killer show ahead, everybody. So uh, we're going to tease a little bit of it today. But Caroline, what have you been up to? It's midweek already. What's going There's on? There's so much going on. Well, I was telling Eric that I got obsessed with a little bit of television. I'm not too much of a television person, but I got hooked into On Patrol Live. Have you seen this on Reels? No, I, I just, you were telling me about it. And as we were just getting ready at the the start button on the show, I reached over to the TV and hit the record button on my DVR because I got to check this out. So it's like cops on steroids. I could huh? not keep my eyes off the TV. It was like, glued to. <laughs> carjackings, like five minutes of live carjackings. And I guess, I don't know if this is really live, but I was watching an old episode. New episodes come out the 26th mm -hmm. of August. So 9 p.m., get your popcorn, guys. Like, check this show out. <laughs> I'm keeping my passenger door locked forever after watching this guy, like, continuously carjack people. Like, and just, I don't know where he was going. He was going nowhere. Just kept carjacking. And they're watching him from helicopter up above taking cars and Nice. Exciting. I, I do have a guilty pleasure on social media. I follow all the Los Angeles TV stations and I get the, the alerts when they pop up to, you know, the car chases and they got the helicopter chases. Crazy. I do watch that from time to time. <laughs> so I'm not the only one. Like it was like glued no. to TV. No. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Now, now I got something else to watch. See, everybody's got it. I got something else 26th to watch. 26th of August, 9 p.m. Reels. That is cool. Now I'm hooked on my friend's show right now. <sighs> and we're going to have Sarah Listy on sick. because Sarah is a good friend of mine and she rocks. You might've seen her out there. She'll comment on her stuff. She is a uh, tool girls garage out there, but she has a new show out on Roku channel called murder house flip. <laughs> this is excellent. And this is like, Oh my gosh. So I've only seen, um, I'm going to watch more of it this week because they released like six episodes, but episode one of season two that just came out here last week is the Jody Arias house. I have goose. So if everybody remembers Jody Arias house, I have the yeah, that's where. on my arms when he talks about this. Cause this is like, it's oh, worse yeah. than a haunted house. Oh. So these people, 
I don't want to give the whole show away, but we'll give you an idea. These people bought the house and at closing they went, oh, by the way, a famous murder happened here. And they're like, well, uh, we're already so far in it. We'll just we'll go with it. it. So they had done a decent flip on it, but here's the creepy part. The exact same shower where he was murdered, they just cleaned it up. It's there. Shh, don't tell. The vanity sink. You know, you know how they do those poured vanity sinks, like the marble-esque looking ones that you get at the home centers? You could see the scrapes in the vanity sink from where she washed the knife and it dropped oh it. And so it put a big, huge knife. And they're still living in the house. They were still living it. So, oh, it was creepy. I have goose pimples oh, yeah. everywhere. Like buying a house where there was a murder in your home is just so, surreal. In the show, Sarah pulls the carpet back and she goes, oh, it smells like rotten meat. What? Yeah. <laughs> and this is the spot where she had like slid his throat and shot him in the head or Meat? whatever. And long story short, Gross. yeah, they brought in a crime scene guy and sprayed around the luminol kind of stuff and dimmed the lights. And you could use that as a job site light in there. It was bright, which meant there was still active hemoglobin. Oh, Oh. On the subfloor. Oh, that's too much. Too much. I can't. Oh. I couldn't sleep. So I got to watch it because the next house, the next one is the Michael Jace house. And then the episode three is the Golden State Killer house. So what channel is this on and when? What time? I need time. This is on Roku. You know, the mm-hmm. Roku channel for streaming. So uh, we, we don't have Roku in the entire house. I got Roku out at the outdoor Bar. So we've been watching it outside on the on the outside on the outdoor bar out there when we were watching it. So creepy. I could bring it in and plug it into a TV, but it's just already hooked up out so there. Cops so it works. and killings. That's great. You guys have a lot to yeah, do right now. Yeah, there Our we go. Great TV. Of, and Murder House Flip is DIY. She did a great <laughs> job on that house. So you have to take a look at it. And it so. is. It's homework for all of our listeners. Give them a little homework. Oh yeah. Well, we got a fun show ahead coming up this weekend, and. One of the hours we're talking about, you know, all the myths out there of lumber, you know, from, you know, what's good wood, what's not. And I want, there's something we didn't talk about. And Caroline and I, we were sitting there after we kind of recorded that episode, went, you know, we did not touch on wood species at all. So I want to talk about that here real quick. One quick little note, though, looking over at random length lumber futures prices, man. It is down. Remember, we were talking about it, you Love know, it. a few months ago. Being now, it's down in the four seventy to five hundred range. Bye. This Bye. week, so I feel like it is way Wall down. The movie. Buy, buy it now. Buy, yeah. So that's good. I mean, here's the thing: when when you have commodity numbers like this, the cool thing with that is, is those numbers are out like next month. You're basically buying lumber for delivery in September, let's say September mm-hmm. or October. So that's out. So that means coming into fall here, lumber prices are going to be way down, which I love. So that's going to be down to where I would call normal considering lumber prices for a thousand board feet here. And March 6th was $1,456 a thousand board mm. feet. Now we're down at four seventies. That's great. That's awesome mm-hmm. for us. So that's good. That means we're going to be down for a little bit. And uh, 
That also means that they're banking that uh, new home building is going to be down too. But for all of us out there doing projects and actually building stuff, that means that we're going to be in a better and situation. And I heard that the Fed, I guess Wall Street is anticipating a Federal Reserve interest rate hike. So the markets are down. Um, so we'll see where that oh, takes yeah. us. Yes. So, and the government's still spending money, which means our value becomes less and less and less of the dollar. So that's just how economics 101 works. Speaking of uh, what it projects, is. I still have an issue with some caulk that I got. I accidentally got the wrong one and Uh-oh. my house was smelly and I don't do smelly construction. I pride myself on everything <laughs> to not have smelly construction, but there was a mishap. I bought some product. And what's interesting is we can't get a handle on. Nobody wants smelly cough, by the way. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Just say <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, see if anyone's listening. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we don't know if the product was skunk. Or did they change the product during manufacturing because of supply chain issues? Because we have heard that there are so many problems with getting certain products. Or did, you know, something change? Because everyone that I've talked to that has used this brand of Chemlink Clear says it does not smell. And unfortunately, I did not have the experience with that. My whole house reeked. (laughs) So, That's not good. So skunked caulk, is that like black and white? (laughs) No. Clear. It's a clear. Oh, got it. It's not black it's and white It's a translucent it's, skunk. Got it. <laughs> not Pepe <No>. Le Pew. <laughs> so even the best of us, when we try very hard, can have something go awry. So I'm just a little bummed about my house stinking like chemicals, but hopefully it'll cure up and go yeah. away. Smells like bad caulk. <laughs> Can't have that. Can't have aye, that. Aye, aye. <laughs> Yes. Uh, (laughs) So let's talk about wood instead. (laughs) Oh my God. From one bad topic to another. Here we go. So I wanted to talk about the, yeah, exactly. I wanted to talk about the top five lumber species out there so people can understand when they're going to the home center, lumber yard, wherever they're going. And we're going to dive into this really deep this weekend, but I just kind of wanted to talk on this to give some context before you listen to the show on Saturday. So When it comes to wood that you see for lumber and framing and things like that, the top five lumber species, you know, you got dug fir, which is super common, right? That's awesome. That is by far the best, most common structural lumber, right? It is the more expensive usually, but better lumber. You'll pay a little more for that if you go out and buy studs in it versus like a hem fir or something Mm -hmm. like that. So it's kind of the best and most common just because it's a good softwood, really good dimensionally and stable, and it does hold up pretty well to a little bit to rot and really holds up to storm winds, earthquakes, that kind of stuff. So it's really good for residential and, you know, like commercial industrial construction. Now, next down is, which is a little bit less money. This is, this is where you'll see many times in the home center bunks or the, the more less expensive ones at the lumberyard is hem fir. And so what that is, is that's a combination of Western hemlock and all the rest of the true firs out there. And we're not going to get into wood species and stuff because that gets super geeky from that point. 
but it's really versatile. Uh, you can use it for framing. You can use it for trim. Um, it's lighter in the color and weight, um, but it's very strong. So it's really good for that. Um, you can do a lot with it from trim moldings to, to framing to everything else. So it's a good multi-purpose. But yeah, it is not as dense or as, I mean, it's strong enough for residential construction, but your Doug fir is going to be a stronger, more dense Durable. wood. Yeah. Now, the other one you see out there, have you ever seen the SPF wood out there? Mm. It'll be stamped SPF. Mm -mm. That's the lighter stuff. That's the spruce pine mm. fir. So that's a whole group of lumber species there. It's really light. You know, they build old airplane frames out of spruce, right? That's like the spruce goose and that kind of stuff because it's strong but light. Um, so it's really good for that. And you will see it. In house walls and stuff, you'll see SPF out there for framing okay. lumber. The problem with it is it has a super low resistance to decay. If it gets wet and it gets, that's the stuff that loves to come apart easily. It does not hold up as well. To why moisture. would you even want to use it? So, like, why would somebody use it? Is it cheap? See, it's cheap. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So, it's lightweight too, so you know it's 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 less expensive to ship. It's easier to handle. You're still seeing seeing you know homes framed with it, so that's one there. And then another one that I don't see as much here, but it's it's out there. Sugar pine, uh, which is a western pine. Uh, it it's a it's got a really kind of creamy white color to it. Uh, it's great for building like crates, boxes, paneling, that kind of stuff. You'll see that out there used, but it's really it's not something again that is good for insects or rot. So it's really, it's best for furniture and indoor construction. And the last one we see not in my market, but a lot of places in the U S Southern uh, yellow yeah. pine. So that'll be S Y P. Do you see that out in your lumber yards yes. out there? And I, and I okay. tell people, my clients. Okay. So anyone who's listening to, you know, my perspective, I guess I try to stay away from the aromatic woods as much like the pines with my clients, because they're usually sensitive to VOCs and, Wood has volatile organics, just like paint does, just like drywall, anything that you're going to use. So those denser, harder woods, like a maple, an oak, a fir, tend to be less aromatic. Mm -hmm. So it's better from a construction standpoint for people who have asthma and allergies. Oh, got it. So, yeah. So the Southern Yellow Pine is great for decking, uh, beams. It's super, super strong that way. Uh, you know, it's also used in bridges, you know, mm -hmm. poles, railroad, you know, applications a lot of the railroad ties start out with that in the country mm -hmm. as a wood so before they put all the crazy chemicals in it so it's good but yeah and but here caroline is the, the issue and inside it's not a big deal but the aromatics as far as lumbers those are the ones that do the best Woo. they do the best as far as the uh you know insect resistance and pests right because they have and that's unfortunately that same problem is what gives people issues that are sensitive. Like cedar. Cedar's fantastic if you want to use it for, you know, oh, yeah. repelling bugs. The problem is a lot of people have cedar allergies. So when they put these closets in, I've had so many clients like, oh, I put a cedar closet in and now I'm stuffy. <laughs> I have stuffy nose. Yep. That's because it's highly aromatic. There you go. I use, of course, cedar is everywhere here. We use a lot of it, you know, exterior trim, that kind of stuff. I don't really take it inside much. I think the only place I have it is in 
the mirror frame in my master bathroom because I wanted that really rough sawn they look. They use to it, it a lot here for so really moth for repellent. You know, people don't want moths in mm-hmm. their clothing. So they will use it and build a lot of closets. It's very common here. I, I mean, I don't particularly like yeah. it because I don't like my stuff to smell like cedar. You know, you go to take something out of there and you're like, yeah. But people do use it and like it. We just don't have a moth wool problem here like that. So it's just not a common What do you mean? You've here. got that it giant moth. What do you mean? That Washington State moth? Oh, yeah, that'll thinking, take, it'll, did anybody see this in, in radio podcast land? Oh, yeah. It'll take the kid away, but it won't tear a hole up <laughs> Did in your you see this moth that is like in Eric's <laughs> neck of the woods? The thing's like the size of a football. I don't know. It's ginormous. Yeah. It's, what is that thing you know, called? It's kind of like our hornets, oh right? God. I mean, those murder hornets are crazy. You have the biggest insects. I cannot move there. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> no. What is that thing called? What is that giant moth? Oh, my gosh. This moth, and I saw it on the news, this moth is like bigger than both football, of my hands put I mean. together. It's like the size of a dinner it's plate. A <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, here I found it. It's got a uh, wingspan of 10 inches. <laughs> you can keep all that out there. What is that? Yeah, that's, that's, it's the Atlas If I moth. came out there, I'd have to start using pesticide. <laughs> I think it's like scary. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's bad if I'm saying that. That thing is insane. Yeah, it's one of the largest moth species in the world. I have not seen that. I probably would think that was a bat flying around or something that was colorful. I don't know. Scary. That's well, you crazy. have seen murder yeah, hornet, right? Big. You have. No, oh, I have yeah. not. Murder hornets are only in the very top northwest corner of Washington State, oh. and uh, they've kind of kept them that way, which Thank is you. awesome. So uh, we'll 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 take those. You know, those are something that comes way out of way out of the. Um, you know, like, I think it's coming out of Japan or it's coming out oh. of China. So it's coming out of overseas over there and it supposedly showed up on what a container ship or something like that. And now they're trying to grow here. So we're trying to, the Washington state department of agriculture is trying to take them down. So they've been doing a pretty good job of, of getting those and beating them down. So and we have good. again, back to lantern flies. Uh, they're going crazy this time of year out in the Northeast and they're wrecking our trees and they're eating the trees and you cannot hit them or swat them. Like if you try to, they literally jump 12 feet away. These things are the most, they're like acrobats. I challenge anyone to try to take one out because they are extremely nimble. Wow. You go to swat it and it has eyes coming out all sides of its body. It can like see you from multi-angle. Maybe that's something we should do, talking about how to protect our property from that. Maybe we'll do a uh, a future episode on that. Let's find somebody that wants to bug out with us. Bug out. <laughs> uh, it's native to China and Southeastern Asia is where it's coming from. And then it just was discovered in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania in 2014. Now they're so, everywhere. Yeah, it's all around your area. Taking them on. So, yeah. All right. Well, maybe, we'll, maybe that's a bug thing that we should be talking about. Yes. So. A future episode. All right, Caroline, I think I hear the music creeping up in the background. Shall we roll? Everybody have a great week. Stay safe and uh, get those building projects done before the end of summer. We only have a couple weeks left. Oh, man. Don't remind me. I got to get back after it. All right. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. You've been listening to Around Around the the House. House.
song Let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my Hey, it's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.